Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today, so let's dive right into the topic. There's one platform that I'll honestly admit I haven't done much with, and that is TikTok. My sister actually told me like years ago to jump on the TikTok trend, and I just I didn't jump on it when it was new. And I won't say that I necessarily regret it because I put like my focus elsewhere, but it's definitely something I'm adding to the mix this year. If you've been playing with TikTok for your business, or even if you're like me and you want to jump into it this year, this episode is for you. Hey there, my friend. It's Lisa Ann. I'm so excited for what you're going to hear today from my guests. I had so much fun recording this episode because I answered it from a very beginner, let's get back to the basic perspective with TikTok, because honestly, that's where I'm currently at too. Mike, who is my guest, he's a retired mortgage agent who turned into a TikTok expert. His story is honestly just interesting and he has so, so many tips. So let's dive right into it. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the More Than Social podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course. I'm super excited to dive in. I've been obsessed with your TikTok videos, to be honest with you. I follow them quite a lot. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> <So>. I think. <laughs> yeah. No, it's amazing. Keep doing what uh, you're doing. Um, so for my listeners who haven't heard of you before, do you mind giving us a quick little insight of who you are, what you do, and how you even got on TikTok in the first place? Yeah, uh, my name is Mike Draper. I originally started on TikTok as uh, Mortgage Mike on Instagram and TikTok. I'm now Mike R. Draper on both accounts. And I started it for mortgages to get leads as a new new job. I was in W-2 income uh, before, and then I started in commission-based only mortgage position. And so I was like, I got to let people know what I do. I started making videos that were humorous around mortgage, real estate, finance, investing, all that stuff. And then slowly it took a, well, not slowly, pretty quickly it took a left turn and it turned into uh, all my content on there is like single dad content. So single life dating frustrations, wholesome dad stuff, and then like millennial nostalgic 90s music and, 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 and memories. So it took a hard turn and I did never look back. So <laughs> wait, now are you still a mortgage agent? Uh, I am still licensed. I don't do that. I don't practice it anymore, but I can help people with some stuff, but I don't not daily, no. Interesting. So your whole TikTok journey literally took that left hand. It, yeah, it took. Yeah, I am taking it for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Well, you're good at it, so keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Um, now, I want to take this conversation to the very, very basics with TikTok for those who like everyone knows TikTok now. It's obviously it's just out there, but. Yeah. From a marketing perspective, someone who is not on TikTok yet, that's kind of where I want to take that conversation and help people understand, one, the power of TikTok, but also the basics to getting started. Um, so if you don't mind, if I can pick your brain on that. Absolutely. Please. Amazing. So TikTok, why don't we start with how, what is the best way to show up on TikTok? How do you even get started with TikTok from a business perspective? 
Uh, business business perspective number one start so uh, there's there's some cliche terms and in, in, in phrases you might hear like just get started and be yourself and be genuine and like all those things are very true and they're cliche for a reason so number one as a business you just got to get on the app and start creating right so you're either gonna in, in this world I feel like you're either gonna be a creator or a consumer neither is right or wrong. It just depends what your goals are, right? And so if your goal is as a business to get more leads or to help serve more people or make more money, whatever your target is, uh, you're going to have to create something, right? You're going to create a website. You're going to create emails, phone calls, conversations, videos, graphics, ads, stuff. You're going to do and create, right? So TikTok is 100% about creating if you want to get more attention towards you, right? And so one of the first things you said was, you know, how can I let people know the power of TikTok and how it can help somebody? So if anybody knows the show Shark Tank, right? I love Mm -hmm. bringing this reference up in trainings and and uh, and talking events. Uh, Shark Tank is a massive show for investing businesses, small businesses, all the things. And so there was a, a brand on there, Poppy, right? They are a prebiotic soda drink basically they're a healthy soda is what they are uh they're delicious i have them in my fridge right now they're really good i honestly (laughs) so like um poppy p-o-p-p-i and so they posted one tiktok video and on that tiktok video they generated more sales than the day their shark tank episode aired on tv and if anybody knows shark tank and when your episode airs people get ready for the barrage of traffic to their website orders whatever one TikTok, what it was like a, a a twenty nine second or something TikTok video, not highly edited, not highly produced. They literally had a green screen in the back, and when I say green screen, I mean an, an effect that TikTok has where you can click it. You don't need a green screen. I can use this right here, and it works for those that don't know TikTok. And they had a picture of themselves on Shark Tank, and all she did was she hit she hit record. She said who she was, how she started, and what they do. And then stop recording, 46 million views and the highest sales day on their business record, on their business books. So insane. do it, guys. <laughs> just start. <laughs> yeah, it's like the typical Nike slogan, just do it. I feel like just that's with anything. Do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just put it out there. Um, but from oh, how do you know even what to put out there? Like, yes, you said just show up and that type of stuff but is there any specific type of content that people are looking for is it more the education or is it still more the entertaining or is it kind of a mixture of both like what would you suggest yeah great question there's three things right education entertainment and inspiration are like the three things uh that people will get on the app for stay on the app engage with rewatch, share save all the things and so as a business um what are your customers asking you about right? Whether that's in person or email reviews, whatever, whatever questions they're asking you about, it's probably somebody else in the world that's going to ask that same question. And if you can answer it in a video, then you can help more people answer that same question. And now if you can answer it in a video that is TikTok consumable, or when I say TikTok, I really mean like short form video that's across Instagram reels, short YouTube shorts, Facebook reels, TikToks, uh, it's just the short form content, right? And to be consumable, quote unquote, if you can't see me, is you have to lo- you do have to consume the app a little bit to understand how people want to be spoken to and 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 what they engage with. 
And so what I do and what I help clients do is I help search their niche, their competitors, who is in this space, who's doing videos around the similar topics as they do. What's working for them? Someone's already there before you. I highly, it's a high likelihood uh, that someone's already there doing it and doing it well. Uh, and even if they're not doing it well consistently, if you go to someone's page who's a competitor, right? Go, there's a little search bar. Go ahead and search them. Search your your niche, your topic, your whatever. There's also predictive text, like every other website in the world, of what people are searching. If you're if you're a quilter, right, and you want to make quilts. Type in quilt or how to make a quilt or start typing words around your business and your topic and see what people are searching. Everything you see underneath there that's been uh, highly searched, those are videos, video topics. Click on them. What's being made? And then not, not, not just what videos are being made, but what videos are being made that are getting tons of views, tons of uh, engagement. You'll see a pattern if you're consuming with intention, right? You're going to see... Hey, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm seeing the same thing here. I should do that. And then make it in your own way. Don't copy, but like, mm. it'll be similar. It'll be the exact same topic because if people care about it, they care about it. Now just talk about it from your perspective or how your business helps that thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, like you said, that's the same with YouTube shorts, Instagram, Facebook, like it really doesn't matter with these short form videos. It's a matter of showing up. And like we said, just doing it. Mm -hmm. But is there a main difference between how you would create content for Instagram, let's say, versus TikTok? Like, do you even have to create more content or what's kind of the main difference or is it just people are hanging out more on TikTok right now? So TikTok, yeah, great question. So TikTok is, they call themselves an entertainment app as opposed to a social media app mm -hmm. for whatever that's worth. TikTok is, um, what's the word? It's forgiving in the sense that you can post three, five, 10 times a day and you're not going to get penalized for making bad content, quote unquote, bad content, right? On Instagram, you might, and you won't be penalized by the app by any means. Like they're not gonna be like, oh, you're posting too much. We're gonna suppress your videos. What I mean is that when you post on Instagram, typically your followers, uh, no matter the number, they're gonna, they're very likely to see it. They're usually the first ones or the majority of who will see your video first before that video if ever, gets to the explore page or the discover page, whatever Instagram calls it now. TikTok, on the other hand, every video you upload will go to the For You page, which is anyone can see it, right? And that first batch of people that will see your TikTok are different every time. Could it be your followers? Yes, but it's, it's, it's not derived off of who your followers are. It's derived off of who engages with the content that you just made on prior prior times, right? So someone who's engaged with quilting, how to make quilts, quilting fabrics, blah, 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 uh, in prior time, and then you're posting a video now with the caption that says, how to make a quilt in 2023, hashtag quilt making. And like you're using all the keywords and the words you're speaking in the video are quilts and all your previous videos on your account are quilting. The algorithm's like, hey, I bet this account's gonna post more quilting videos. And then when you do post a quilting video, they're gonna put that video in front of people who have previously liked, engaged, and saved quilting videos. And so it's likely to perform better with them. But what I'm getting at is TikTok, post away, swing the bat. If you miss and you do poorly, no one's going to see it. That's the great thing about it, right? So to Instagram, if you, if you swing and you miss, um, still most people aren't going to see it, but 
your followers will. So it's like a little bit more mindful on there. Okay. Is there like a sweet spot of how many you should post in a day that you found? On TikTok, if you're just if you're just getting started on TikTok, I tell every client three posts per day in the first 30 days. Right? For a couple Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) It's (laughs) it's very manageable when you get when you get into the groove and you find so what makes it easy is when you do search your competitors and you find out these topics that they're talking about, you're gonna see a theme. I mean, I'll go on the quilting thing since it's top of mind right now. And so quilting how-to videos, right? How to make a quilt different types of fabric, um, the history of quilts or or different types of quilters. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) uh, Quilting techniques. I know there's that thing. Uh, (laughs) So so like you got to find these pillars. I call them content pillars, right? And you got to find these pain points or these topics that other people have engaged with clearly by just searching the niche and seeing the videos that have gone viral numerous times, what are they talking about? What's the emotion that's being struck right here or talked about or whatever? There's going to be a theme and there's going to be a multiple, you know, three to five different topics, right? And so three a day for 30 days. I say that because your first 50 videos are going to be not great compared to your next 50 videos, right? I didn't get my first video over 100,000 views until my 60th video, which was my 30th day. So I did, I was doing two a day when I first started, this was in early 2021 and I was doing two a day and my 60th video got like 105,000 or whatever it was, uh, mm-hmm. views. And then the next one was like my 94th video got over a hundred thousand. So a little bit quicker. And then my 106th video and then 110th video. And then like, so then I started like, wait, I see it. Wait a second. I, do I see it? I think I see it. And so then yeah, you start seeing patterns. Mm-hmm. So get your first hundred videos out as fast as you can because they don't matter. <laughs> so it's, more, <laughs> it's more about the reps and research your niche. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, you've mentioned a couple different points that I want to talk about. Um, yeah. Hashtags, let's start there. So on Instagram, obviously people are used to using a lot of different hashtags. So some people are even posting up to 30 hashtags. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific hashtag strategy that works best with TikTok? I believe TikTok came out and said, oh boy, they either said th- three to five and they've changed it. I've heard that it changed before. It changes all the time. <laughs> three to five, right? And it's not, this is like, so the whole 80-20 rule, 80% of your success, quote unquote, will come from the content, right? Whether you have zero hashtags, a million hashtags, or three hashtags, if your content is just not good on a consistent basis, you can have a great piece of content that just no one sees and just just, does not perform. Does not mean it's a bad piece of content, right? It could have just gone to the wrong batch of people at the very beginning. And if your account has not been consistently posting on the exact same niche, over an extended period of time, extended period of time being, I mean, like the hundred videos. That's why I say do three, do a hundred videos as fast as you can, because the other reason why is you're giving the algorithm data to work with as far as like, I'm posting about quilts, 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 quilts. And when it tests batch number one on all these videos, eventually it will figure out this person posts quilt videos okay, let's stop putting these videos in front of people who also engage with tennis or with mm-hmm. chair making. Let's put it in front of people who've engaged with quilting and bedding and whatever. Oh, look, they're performing better. 
So you have to give the algorithm a chance to understand what your account is about and what you're going to talk about on a consistent basis. So that's why you got to pick the niche. For business, it's easier because you have your business. So you have like your products you talk about and the uh, services you provide and the clients you serve. That's going to be your topic. <laughs> so now like find people who are crushing it, doing really well on TikTok in that area. What are they talking about, right? It might not be what you think is the best part about your product. It doesn't matter what you think is the best thing about your service or product. It's what the customer and client thinks they need to learn or think is yeah. the best part. Even if you know deep down the reason why you're such a great business for this re you know thing is for this reason over here. If the customer doesn't think that, it doesn't matter that it's the right answer. Talk to them where they're at. Meet them where they're at communication-wise. And then eventually get them to understand that this is the actual reason why they, you can help them. But if they think reason A is why you can help them, talk about reason A and then, you know, warm them up, build rapport off TikTok to talk about B, which is the actual reason they need you. But Amazing. I love it. Yeah. So you're kind of piecing it together. So do your, well, figure out what who you're talking to or what that offer is going to be for you. Do your research, post a lot of videos. So if I can simplify it. Yes. Is there a specific time of day? So if I'm posting 100 videos, is it best to kind of test 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 12, like post kind of all over the place? Or is it better for the algorithm to be consistently posting at 9 a.m. or whatever at the time is? Yeah. So I'll, I'll lean back on the 80-20 rule, right? Content is everything, whether it's posted at the midnight or 6 a.m. If it's good, it's good. I'll say I've posted videos at all different times of the day and I've had videos go viral on all different times. I would say put more emphasis on posting schedules that work with your business and life schedule, right? Mm -hmm. Because above all, consistency, and when I say, I mean daily, right? So daily effort, not just consistent blanket. Oh, I'm doing consistent, like... Put it, put a put a metric on it, right? Daily, you're doing something daily, is really going to be kinks. But as far as like times that I know are a little bit better, uh, it's different for each audience. <laughs> That's why, like, I hesitate to say this because like, every audience is different. So for my audience, I've learned because I posted at all different times, I've tested it um, hundreds and hundreds of times. So like Sunday and Saturday mornings do really well for me. That does really well. I'm on the Pacific Coast, so I do 3 p.m to 5 p.m. my time does really well. So people are home from work or getting home or they'll see their video, my video when they get home from work. Uh, and it's before the East Coast goes to bed and it's all US, right? Those ones have done really well. So like 3 to 5 p.m. my like your local time. Other than that, like lunchtime maybe, 11 a.m. to noon. <laughs> like this, yeah. It's like such a small difference between everything that it's not something to put weight on or worry about. Okay. Yeah, okay, it's it's really not. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean you said it right. It depends on the audience specifically. When are they hanging out on the platform? Yeah. Cool. When are they consuming? Is what you got to figure out. Yeah, you, they'll give you. So they uh, TikTok will give you a little bit of analytics on when your followers are on, but it's mm -hmm. it's not like super detailed, so it's not super helpful. Just think about yeah, just uh, just post whenever, and then start recognizing some trends. Uh, of when people respond and when they comment and when they're active. And then, uh, yeah, quilters, like maybe quilters are 
older generation and they're active Sunday after church. So 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. You know, I don't know, right? Yeah, That's like yeah. a, a good, I, I feel like it's like a good, good guess. Uh, <laughs> they're retired maybe, or they're young and they're like doing a hobby on the side. So it's after work, right? I don't know. Yeah. So there's different ways you could think of it. Yeah. And I, I talk a lot about on this podcast, understanding who you're talking to. So understand the behaviors, understand how people are showing up. That's ultimately what you got to do. But I know Instagram gives specific, it's best to post at 4 a.m. at this time. Right. Um, so good to know, yeah. just test, know exactly who you're talking to. Now, I am really, really big in automation, especially a lot of my listeners are super busy entrepreneurs, so they don't necessarily have the time to sit and consume on TikTok. It's get on there, post, get off type of situation. Let me jump in real quick before we continue to let you know about an upcoming masterclass that I know you would really, really benefit from if you are looking to generate more leads and more sales into your business. In this masterclass, I'm breaking down something that I like to call the ACCC formula. This is the exact strategy that I follow for all of my marketing and for all of my clients' marketing to generate high quality leads through social media. Plus, I'm actually sharing with you how you can have this system run on automation for you. That way, you can be generating leads, you can be generating sales into your business while you sleep, while you travel, while you hang out with your friends and your family, or while you work on other aspects of your business. A question to ask yourself is, if you are ready to generate more clients and sales for your business, would you like to do that on automation? If so, then head on over to masterclass.lisaann.ca and as a listener to the podcast and really just being a part of my community, you get to join this masterclass for free. So to register, head on over to masterclass.lisaann.ca. I will also put that in the notes for you just to make it easy. Now, sorry to interrupt the episode. I was just really, really excited to let you know about this upcoming masterclass. So let's get right back to the episode. How do you feel about automating your posts to go live for you, let's say through a program called Later, or versus manually posting it yourself? No you difference. Okay. I've not tested it. Uh, Repurpose that IO, later.io or .com, Planoly. There's quite a few apps out there or services out there to do that as long as you're posting. I don't think okay. if you have a, a platform doing it or yourself doing it, it doesn't change. Amazing. Awesome. And then what about lead generation? So obviously when you started TikTok, it was to generate leads for your mortgage business. Mm -hmm. um, how did you find any specific tips or anything that works specifically to generate leads? Or is it looking at TikTok as a way to expand your reach and then hopefully they search for you elsewhere? What's kind of like strategy around that? So it was like twofold. So one, you could get direct. I was getting direct leads from TikTok. Uh, and two, it was once I was posting videos, I would uh, and realtors around. So like realtors would provide me a lot of leads as well. Okay. Um, and so it was kind of like a talking point of like, oh, I've seen your video or whatever, you know, like, oh, cool. Like, oh, let's talk about that for 20 seconds. And then, hey, let's talk about business now. But for direct leads, which is more applicable, I think, for for this audience is make sure you're your handle, like your name on your account. So mine is Mike R. Draper right now. I changed it from Mortgage Mike. Um, so I had it as Mortgage Mike for a reason, right? Mortgage and then my name. I just wanted something. So have it talk about. So quilting by Kim, right? <laughs> quilting 101, whatever handle you can, you can take or is available that is like SEO optimized, take it. If your name of your business has nothing to do with like the key search words 
in your business. So quilting, if you're, if you're like, I don't know, Titan, Titan is like the name of your quilting company. Well, I wouldn't put Titan as your handle because no one knows what that Titan is if it's not, you know, it's quilting, right? So quilting 101, how to quilt, whatever, make it SEO optimized. And then in your bio, make sure your bio, uh, your biography, which in TikTok you have 80 characters, I think 80. Say what you do. Don't be clever. Don't be like talking in riddles. Say exactly what content you're going to get, the, the, you know, the customer, the people are going to get what you do and then what, how they can get a hold of you. So usually having that link down below and pointing to it and saying free quilting guide or sign up for this or buy a quilt here, give them some kind of call to action to go do something. But the title, the biography would say something like, I make quilting easy. I also make custom quilts for you order down below, right? Something along those lines. I make quilting videos only, right? Like I make how to videos. I make whatever. So make it very clear of what, what you do and who you serve and what, uh, what they can do to like get more of you that. And then commenting on your own videos, commenting to all the comments or replying to all the comments. Your caption is also a great place to start selling, okay. uh, and asking your video needs to be consumable. So the make your video very watchable, right? You can slip in call to actions and sales if you can do it organically. If you're making an ad and you're just like, hey, I'm, my name is Mike and I make quilts, like swipe, someone's going to swipe, right? Yeah. Typically. And so make a video people want to watch and then figure out how you can put your product in it as okay. opposed to make a video about your product and how do you get people to watch it? That's yeah. not going to work yeah, typically. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So then, so you kind of given like the whole overview of how to really get started and utilize it from a growth standpoint. Once you get to this point, like let's say we did a hundred videos in the 30 days from there, are you still consistently posting two to three times a day, even though you kind of hit that, I want to say sweet spot. I don't run marathons, but <laughs> for any kind of race where you're running, you're starting at zero miles per hour, right? You're just at the start line. You have to get up to speed, whatever race you're running. Once you're up at your speed, then you got to settle into your pace and hold your pace, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the idea for the three videos per day for 30 days. You got to get up to speed, get an idea, and then you got to settle into the pace you can hold, right? Because this is a long-term marketing strategy. This is one part of your marketing strategy. If social media is your only way you're planning to get business, you're in trouble. What you do in person is is multiplied online. Someone else says that a lot. And <laughs> if she ever hears yeah. this, she'll know. <laughs> That's funny. What you do in person is multiplied online. This just makes me laugh um, <laughs> because it's not my line. <laughs> but it's so, it's so true and accurate. Um, marketing is going to happen forever. You're always going to market commercials, email, websites, social media, in-person, trade shows. Social media is part of that. So you, it's something you're going to have to do forever if you not have to. It's, it's, a, it's a marketing channel. And so you got to find the pace you can hold for a long time if you plan on being in business for a long time. So mm -hmm. I'm like right now I'm doing one or two a day. Ramp it up and then find your coast. Find, yeah, find, yeah, find your pace. And because now I can do a lot less frequent than before because I know it works. I, I know what resonates with my audience. 
I just, I see the pattern. I, you know, when the pattern has been proven so many times over and then I redo it again, the same topic of videos and it works again, why would you change what works? Exactly. Now, one uh, piece of advice that I've heard in the past is start on Instagram, generate leads through that, get yourself going on Instagram and then move to TikTok because TikTok is harder. And I'm assuming TikTok, what that person meant by harder is you have to be posting more. Do you agree with that statement or do you feel like you can jump in TikTok as your first social media platform if you were completely from scratch, let's say? I disagree with the statement. I'm sure it's said with good intentions, but like mm -hmm. uh, my opinion is why would you not post on both? So yeah. I started both accounts the, the exact same day and I posted all the same videos mm -hmm. on both accounts. And I should have been posting, well, I don't even know when YouTube short started. It was after. More relatively recently. I more recent than Instagram Reels, I believe, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. I, I, like yeah. Relatively recently now. Right. Like, so like, just pushing it. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. And um, I should have started on there the day it, it opened up. But because mm -hmm. you're already making the videos, right? I say that hesitantly because people will, will, and I agree, make videos and make content that is native to the app. So like if I'm, if I'm making a TikTok, there's a pretty good chance that video probably should not be posted on LinkedIn. Maybe yeah. it just depends. It depends, right? Depends Some, on the audience, yeah. yeah, it just depends. Some absolutely would work educational or it's really specific. But if you're starting at zero and you don't have any data to work with, post them on all platforms. You, you already made the video once or you pulled a clip from a podcast or from a YouTube video you did prior or Facebook live or whatever you've done. Take that clip. It's already made. You already edited it. Post it on all five, five platforms and mm -hmm. do it again and again and again. And then you're going to see which ones resonate. Yeah. Did you notice since you did Instagram and TikTok at the same time, did you notice a difference between your audience behaviors or one that generated more leads over the other just out of curiosity? Instagram generated more for sure. Okay. Different audience, same videos. Mm -hmm. uh, you can tell the demographics are just a little different. <laughs> it's funny okay. to, to see which videos resonate. So like I do single millennial dad content, right? And so I'll have single videos dating, which have typically done really well on TikTok, bigger, you know, kind of wider audience. The dad content does better on Instagram. The dad content is good on both. Millennial content does way better on Instagram. I feel like because there's more millennials on there, I mm -hmm. as a ratio wise, there's less Gen Z on there is really what it is. Yeah, Instagram brought it way yeah. more because if you think about this, uh, the where people are at mentally when they go to the app, right? When they're going to TikTok, they're going to get entertained. They're there to kill some time. They got 12 minutes before they have to do whatever and they're just swiping, right? Yeah. Instagram, they might be uh, searching somebody or trying to find something or they're not necessarily in an entertainment mood. They might be but they might there be there to find something or look or check their own page for something. And then they happen to come across, right? And so their mental state is just a little bit different, which I don't know how to put that in measurements, but like it, it, they're just in a different mindset when they're on, on the app. Same for LinkedIn, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I use that even like with Google, for instance. Like people are going to social media to hang out, whether it's entertainment on TikTok, whether it's to search up a store on Instagram, whatever it is. But when they're going to Google, they're physically typing in what what they're looking for. So it's literally where are they at within that purchasing journey or what, anything like that. So yeah, I 100% agree with that. But I was curious about the whole lead side of things. So you said that really well, actually. Yeah, TikTok's their messaging platform is not not the greatest. Not the, yeah. the Instagram DMs are way better. Uh, yep. 
Okay, amazing. Now, I always like to end off my episodes asking, as a fellow entrepreneur, what is one piece of advice that you would give another entrepreneur? Not necessarily have to be TikTok related, just entrepreneurship in general. Clarity. You need to have... I don't like talking absolutes. You need to have this. Like, <laughs> do whatever the hell you want. It's your life. I don't care. But if it, what's helped me is when I clear things off my plate, like mental things on my plate, as well as like obligations in life, right? When I know I want to tackle on a new business project, whether it's a new business or a project within the one I have currently, and I know my metaphorical plate is full of stuff, right? I have my daughter, I do sports, I do videos, I do these things with her. And then I have my own personal stuff. I do fitness. I do all these other topics that I like to do. If I want to start a new project, I know if I'm going to get overloaded with stress, with too much requirements. So if you have clarity on what you're trying to accomplish, why you're trying to accomplish that thing and how you're willing to get there or not willing to do certain things, like what you're willing to sacrifice or not. Once it's like defined, then all you have to do is do, you know, where you're going, it's defined, you know, what you're not willing to do to get there or willing to do. And then all you have to do is just do it. There's no doubt in the tasks you should be completing. (laughs) So clarity is clarity is a big one for me. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to the whole marathon that you were talking about the analogy too. It's like, if you know, you're going to run a marathon, you know where you start and where you got to end and now you just got to run it. So just do the work. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Now, honestly, I feel like I need to go and look at all my video content and start scheduling them out to do those three a day. <laughs> You've given uh, yeah. me some homework. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but before we end off today, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? You've mentioned your handle a few times, um, but where do you want people to look for you? Yeah. So Instagram and TikTok have the same handle. It's Mike R. Draper. Uh, and then I have a website, which is the same one, MikeRDraper.com. Um, I'll have some other stuff coming out with a business I started with somebody else. Uh, that'll be coming out on those channels. You'll see it. I'll push it out. Exciting. That's more corporate B2B, personal development and social media onboarding training for companies. So that's love it. That's a big one coming out. <laughs> Amazing. That's amazing. I will link all of your handles in the show notes for everyone to follow you. And we will look out for that onboarding social media B2B stuff too. Awesome. Thank you much. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all those tips. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Like I said, I have some homework to do. So for those listening, I'm sure you're inspired to go take the videos that you already have on Instagram. And now let's put them on to TikTok. Thanks, all of Mike. them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together, let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week. Thank you.